Good evening, church. Welcome again to uh, APD, Ask Pastor Don, Sunday night. And uh, this is our second one. Delighted to have you joining us. It kind of keeps us a bit in the routine of our Sunday night gathering. I think we'll have kind of a prayer focus after this with Pastor Ron as well. A number of questions have come in, but here's one that's come in probably more than any other. And it gets asked over and over again. Dear Pastor Don, Could you please explain for me, when our bodies die, do we meet our Lord right away, or do we have to wait for the second coming? Do we just go into some kind of soul sleep until Jesus comes back? I'm confused. I think a lot of people are. This question probably gets asked more than any other. Um, There seems to be so much interest, obviously, and yet so much confusion as to what the Bible actually says. And the the main thing here is you have to take more than just one passage. You have to take several key texts, put them together. So you don't just have one text, you have a number of texts where the Bible deals with the same subject and you get a composite and a more complete picture. For example, here's a passage, 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17. I hope you have your Bible. If you don't, go get one right away. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17. I think this is in the questioner's mind, this text. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of the archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. So the second coming. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. And that passage, if you just took that one all by itself, it might make it sound like Paul is teaching those who have died all meet Jesus at the second coming. Clearly, Paul's talking about the resurrection of believers who have died because he says the dead in Christ will rise first. So it sounds like that's when Christians who have died will see the Lord. But that's not the only passage we had. And we know that that isn't Paul's meaning in 1 Thessalonians 4 because of what he says in 2 Corinthians 5, 6, 7, and 8. Here's what Paul says there. 2 Corinthians 5, 6. So we are always of good courage. We know that while we are at home in the body, that means physically alive, like we are right now. At home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We don't see Jesus physically right now. Yes, we are of good good courage. We would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. Now, there are only two alternatives in Paul's mind in this text. Option one, we can be living right now at home in these physical bodies. And while I'm away, while I'm at home in this physical body, you are, I am, we exist in our bodies right now, there's a sense in which we're away from the Lord. We don't see him face to face. We don't have the kind of relationship John says we will have one day when we will see him as he is. We don't have that yet. 
We're at home in our physical bodies, living right now our daily lives. We're away from the Lord. And that's why Paul says, we, we, right now, we walk by faith and not by sight. That's what we're all doing. As we study these texts together, as we worship together, that's what, that's what we're, we're doing. We're walking by faith, not by sight. Option two, I will one day die and I will leave this present body. Paul says, I will be away from the body. That's what he says in the text. And so somewhere they'll bury my body in the grave. But I will be, in Paul's words, at home with the Lord. Now, there's really no third option in this text. Before the second coming of Jesus, there are only two options of existence for the Christian. We are either at home in these present bodies, or we have physically died, we are away from our bodies, we are at home with the Lord. Paul doesn't offer any other options. So I think it's very important to notice what each of these texts is talking about. 2 Corinthians 5, 6-8 is talking about living and dead Christians before the return of Christ. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17 is talking about what will happen to the bodies of both the dead in Christ and living Christians when Jesus comes again. But there's still one question I haven't really answered yet. It's the one that the questioner, I think, is thinking about. What is the nature, what is the nature of the existence of Christians who die right now? How do they exist before Jesus comes back and their bodies are raised? How do they exist right now before Jesus comes back and their bodies are still in the grave? What kind of existence do they have now? And I think, I think there are two passages that, to my satisfaction, give us all we need to know. We're not told everything, but I think there are two texts that help me deal with that question. The first one is Philippians. Philippians 1, 22, 23, 24. Paul, again, is speaking, writes to the church at Philippi, and he says, if I am to live in the flesh, that means right now, keep living physically alive in a body, just like we are. If I am to live in the flesh... That means fruitful labor for me. I can keep working. I can keep preaching. I can keep teaching. Yet which I shall choose, I cannot tell. I'm hard pressed between the two. The two. Two what? He says, well, my desire is to depart. Die. My desire is to depart and to be with Christ. So I can continue to live in the flesh. 22. Or I can depart from this body right now, die, and be with Christ. And he says, that is far better. But to remain in the flesh, just like I am now, it's more necessary on your account. I can still preach and teach and help and do those kinds of things. So, so this is a really great text because in it, Paul takes the ideas that he himself taught in 2 Corinthians 5. Remember that text we studied? where he listed the two options Christians have before Christ returns. They can go on living, should God allow, in their physical bodies, 
living by faith than by actual sight of the Lord. That's one option. Or they may die, be absent from their physical bodies, which will be buried, and they'll be at home with the Lord. Now, here's the beauty of our Philippians text. Paul actually tells us which of those he'd prefer. He says, Philippians 1, 23, I'm really hard-pressed between the two, the two options. My desire, if it were just me, Paul says, my desire is to die, depart, put my body in the ground, and be with Christ. For that is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary on your account. So, for Paul to remain alive in his present physical body, well, it would be better for the churches he served. He knows that. He's not opposed to it. But he says his actual preference, isn't that striking? His actual preference would be to die and to be with Christ. So, we know for sure that Paul knew his time between his death and the resurrection of his body at the second coming of Jesus. We know that Paul felt it would be at least as conscious and as capable of his joyful potential as his present physical existence. He said that his existence absent from his body and at home with the Lord, he said that was his desire. That means he felt it would be an improvement on his present physical existence. That's a lot. That's a lot. He says, my dying, my body being buried, me going to be with Jesus, that's preferable to me just living here physically on earth. He means it's preferable, and to me that means it's as conscious, it's as, it's as uh, capable of joy, it's as capable of serving the Lord. We'll see that in just a minute. He said it's to die and go and be with the Lord is an improvement on my present physical existence, not a diminishment. I said, I said there were two places that to my mind absolutely rule out a drab, unconscious soul sleep of Christians before the second coming. Here's the second. It's the same text in 2 Corinthians 5, but adding one more verse. So now I'm reading 2 Corinthians 5, 6 through 9, okay? Paul says this. So we are always of good courage. We know that while we are at home in the body... We are away from the Lord, for we walk by faith, that is now, not by sight. Yes, we are of good courage and would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. And then these words, think about this, verse 9. So, whether we are at home, physically alive right now, before death, whether we are at home or away, that is, absent from the body, the body buried, we're with the Lord, whether we're at home or or away, we make it our aim to please him. Do you see what he's saying? He's saying, if I live on physically just like I am now, my goal is to please my Lord. And then he says, whether I'm at home or away. In other words, if I die, my body's buried, I go to be with the Lord, my goal will be the same. I will still have the same desire, the same motivation, the same consciousness, the same awareness, the same delight in pleasing him. Whether I'm at home or away, I'm going to be doing the same thing, Paul says. I'm going to be pleasing my Lord. 
To me, that's a clincher. It's a clincher. This is one place where Paul specifically, it might be the only place in the New Testament. It's the one place where Paul specifically tells us what he will be doing if he dies before the second coming. And he says he will be doing exactly the same thing he would keep doing if he was alive in his physical body. At home in the present body, or away from the body and with the Lord, Paul plans on consciously, joyously, passionately pleasing his Lord. Me too. Me too. So remember, there is a new creation coming. Jesus is going to come again. Bodies will be raised. In another place in John's gospel, this is the important point. Jesus says there'll be a resurrection to life and a resurrection to damnation. Everybody will be raised. Atheists, agnostics, people who love Jesus, people who hate Jesus. All the bodies will be raised, Jesus said, to one resurrection of life and one of judgment and damnation. You'll be in one of those resurrections. The important thing is knowing Jesus as your Savior and Lord. And if we can help you in any way, please get in touch with us. You'll see the email address on the screen. God bless you, church. See you next Sunday morning. Love one another.